Hi guys, this is your husband's Anonymous and you are now checked into the rehab. I hope you guys missed me as much as I missed you. And I do want to apologize that I did not drop an episode for the last two weeks. Oh my God, the world is officially coming to an end. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, I am sincere in my apology. Uh, and it was really nice for some of you to remind me that an episode has not dropped in how many days. So I'm going to give you a bit of an explanation as to why it took me this long to drop an episode because you and I, we share a very, very special bond and I feel like I owe you guys an explanation. So here it goes. I wanted to do something different for this episode as I try with every single episode on this podcast. But here's the thing. I was actually putting some of the stuff that I'm going to share with you into practice with two different individuals for the past two weeks. And I wanted to kind of test out these theories as I've done in the past, but I wanted to make sure that they're still relevant. And I was waiting for the outcomes to come through before I recorded this episode. So you see, sometimes when I'm not here giving advice to all of you and talking about life, I'm actually helping someone with that advice. Um, and that's where I've been and that's why you haven't gotten your episode. But on the plus side, this episode is going to be even more amazing because I know that the stuff that I'm going to tell you is actually going to work. And this topic is so incredibly juicy and it definitely is something that applies to people of all ages, races, and sexes. So let's dive right into it. Today's episode is going to be how to catch a ghost. And no, I'm not talking about a actual ghost. I'm talking about someone that has ghosted you. For those of you that don't know what that term means, ghosting is, in my opinion, a super cruel thing to do to an individual. What it basically is, well, you just disappear like a ghost into thin air. So imagine talking to someone. It could be a week. It could be a month. Maybe you're even in a relationship with someone. And then one day you reach out to this person and no response. Next day you reach out to this person and no response. So like any logical human being, at least this is how my mind works, you automatically think that maybe something happened to this person. Maybe they got abducted by aliens. Maybe they're dead. And I hate to put it out there, but you know what? Shit happens. Maybe they're going through some stuff. Maybe they didn't have enough money to pay for their phone. Maybe there's something wrong with their service. So you go through every scenario imaginable in your brain. And usually you do this when you, you haven't been ghosted that many times, you know, when you're kind of new to the dating scene. Because after a while, you could smell this kind of shit like a mile away. And you can even pinpoint the type of people that would do this to you. So anyways, you have played out every single scenario as to why this person has not responded to you. And then 
days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into years, and maybe you were from the same circle, or maybe you see this person active on social media, or maybe, and this is probably the worst case scenario, you bump into this person. And however this encounter happens, you come to the realization that nothing happened to them. They didn't get abducted, there's nothing wrong with their phone. They clearly got all of your messages or your calls or however you communicated with them. They just chose to ignore you. And I'm going to tell you why people do this and why it's so messed up to do it to someone. First of all, most of the people don't realize ghosting is probably the easiest way for someone to not give you an ex explanation. This way, they can avoid the talk, they can avoid the guilt, and they just get to leave a situation carefree. And the victim really is the person that's looking for these answers that can't understand why all of this happened to them. And here is the absolutely crazy part. Most of the people that do the ghosting are cowards at heart. And I know what you're thinking. Wait, how could they be cowards? Mm, let me finish. You have to be pretty damn weak not to respond to someone. And I'm not saying that you have to have the talk. Look, here's the reality. Sometimes when you're talking to someone or dating someone, things happen. Maybe you don't feel the same way. Maybe you don't see a future with this person. Maybe you found someone else that you want to be with. Or maybe you just want to do you. Regardless of the reason, the other alternative to ghosting doesn't mean that you need to have, quote unquote, the talk with the person. No. If somebody reaches out to you and they say, whatever, they're, maybe it's part of your routine to talk to each other in the morning, maybe they're reaching out to you at night, it takes courage just to tell the person, however your delivery is. You could do it in a really nice way, you could give an explanation, or you could simply say something small like, I'm no longer interested, or sorry, I don't want to do this anymore. Any type of a response that you give to that person is a thousand times better than no response at all. Because, yes, the person on the receiving end will be hurt. They'll be upset. They will go through their mourning period. They will probably ask you follow-up questions as to why you're doing this to them. But the bottom line is, when all of that emotions kind of subside and they go through that roller coaster at least one time around, they will appreciate the fact that you did not string them along that you just gave them the answer that they could have spent hours, days, weeks, uh, and I hope not, but maybe months searching for. And I'm gonna give you the perspective on both ends because most of the people that will complain about ghosting are the people that actually got ghosted. Sadly, the person that does the ghosting oftentimes does not realize what it's like to be on the receiving end. You see, they're thinking of themselves. They don't want to have an awkward talk. They don't want to appear like the bad guy or the bad girl. They don't really have maybe even an explanation to give to the other person. So to 
prevent themselves from being in this uncomfortable situation and to not have guilt about what they did to someone else, the easiest thing is just to stop responding. And it's the reason why I also call it the most cowardly thing is because, and I, I don't care what explanation someone that does the ghosting gives you. Anyone that is ghosting someone else is not doing it because they're thinking about the other person. No. They're doing it because they're thinking about themselves. It's the most selfish thing that you can do towards the end of a situationship, towards the end of a relationship, towards the end of a marriage, and whatnot. Because, like I said, the alternative to ghosting is not having a talk. The alternative to ghosting is giving some sort of a response. And it could literally be, F you, I don't want to do this anymore. Whatever response you give to the other person, it's a thousand times better than you not saying anything at all. And let me tell you why. When somebody doesn't give us a response and we don't know what happened, and by that I mean you didn't have a fight, you didn't have an argument, you can't really think of any reason why this person just disappeared. Or even if you did have a fight or an argument, you didn't think that it was big enough for this thing to just end. You don't have any preparation because you didn't see this coming. So emotionally, you are a bit discombobulated. And as I mentioned, the first reaction is just thinking of all of the valid logical reasons someone did not get back to you. And then you get that hope. So first, you think about all the reasons as to why the person isn't responding, right? Then you get a bit of a hope that, okay, I hope that this person is okay. You know, like that becomes your concern. I hope nothing happened to them. And then that hope changes to, I hope they get back to me. I hope they respond to me. I hope they, they miss me. I hope they didn't find someone else. Think about yourself in this position. You care about someone because if you didn't, and somebody ghosted you, you wouldn't even notice. So you care about someone and you thought things were good. Or even if you had a fight or an argument, you thought that the two of you had the type of bond where it was going to be okay. You're going to talk about it. You're going to work it out. And then you reach out and you don't get a response. You hope that they're okay. You hope that they're fine. So there's that worry. There's that concern. Then that changes into you hoping that they actually get back to you, looking for answers, trying to piece together what happened. Maybe you, you'll reach out to your friends. Maybe you'll reach out to your family. But you just can't fully grasp what is going on. And then that kind of changes to, well, is it over? Are we not seeing each other? So then you're in this lull where you don't know if you should move on to someone else or you should still keep waiting for that person. So you're a bit confused as to how to move forward. You're also a bit confused as to what you should feel. You don't know if this is the point that maybe you should start hating this person or you don't know if it's too early to act all psycho because maybe there is a logical explanation that they have. God knows what that could be, but maybe there's that small hope 
inside of you that says this person will come back, this person will give me a great explanation, and all will be well. Except they don't. And time keeps going on and on, and you go through this roller coaster. You think back to the conversations that you had. You think back as to all of the reasons why this person just up and disappeared. And then the worst of it all, like I said, maybe you know this ghost. Maybe somebody in your circle knows this ghost. Maybe you spy on this ghost on social media and you see this ghost perfectly fine. Posting things, tweeting things, taking Pinterest pictures and whatnot, and they are totally okay. And here's the the kick in the gut. Not only are they okay, but they're okay and they're doing great. And now here's the punch in your balls. Not only are they okay, not only are they doing great, they have now moved on to someone else. So all this time that you spent thinking about what happened, hoping that they were okay, worrying about them, having this expectation of hearing back from them, trying to psychoanalyze as to what happened in this situation, looking for things that maybe you could have done differently, maybe things that you should or shouldn't have said, just replaying all of that in your mind. And here's this person completely unfazed by your existence who is perfectly fine and perhaps has even moved on. Put yourself in that situation. Now, if you've been ghosted, you don't need to put yourself in that situation because you know exactly what that feels like. But for all the people that are the ghosts, this is what it's like on the receiving end. But you don't think about all of those things because I'm going to give you the explanation that a lot of the ghosts will give people, even rationale that they'll give to their friends, to their families. Heck, they'll even convince themselves that this is the truth. And here it goes. It's usually something like, I don't know what to say. It would be so awkward, but it's not them. It's really me. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to string them along. And the excuse list goes on and on and on. And here's the sad reality of all of it. Regardless of your explanation or your excuse as to why you're ghosting someone, it's the shittiest thing that you can do to the person. Like I said, you telling someone or texting someone, F you is a billion times better than you not saying anything at all. Because... What that other person needs is for you to say something so they can process how they feel, what the situation is, so they can heal and they can move on. By not giving them that, and I'm not talking about closure, because oftentimes when people think about closure, they think about you actually talking about a situation, you weighing out the pros and cons of different types of decision. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm saying just say something and that something doesn't need to be a long-winded explanation because anything that you say to that person is going to let them know one nothing happened to you you're alive you're well so they can stop worrying about you two it's going to destroy that hope that hope that's going to prevent them from moving on that hope that's going to get them to just rewind and replay every conversation you've had with them that hope of thinking 
that maybe in some weird way this whole situation is going to pan out and you guys will actually get back together or you'll be together by giving some sort of an answer by saying something you prevent that person from going through that hurt you save that person a bunch of emotions that they're going to waste on you bunch of time that they'll invest in just wondering what happened to you and that's why the person that is ghosted and reaches out still looking for an explanation is the one that has the most courage you see people think that if you don't fall in love and you kind of keep your heart in your chest and just hidden from everyone then you are brave but it's quite the contrary The people that have the ability, that have the courage to put themselves out there, that have the courage to put their emotions out there, are the ones that are the strongest. Because that takes guts. It takes guts, especially when you don't know what you're going to get on the other end. Think about how hard it is to reach out to someone that didn't respond to you yesterday, that didn't respond to you three days ago, but here you are. And guys, I'm not talking about a stalker. I'm not talking about a situation that you never expressed any interest in this person, that you never went out with this person. So that's not what we're talking about here. Because obviously, if you never dated someone, you never give them any kind of an inclination that you were interested in them, you can't really ghost them because you weren't there to begin with. Ghosting is strictly where there's a pattern of behavior or an exchange between you and another individual. And it's somewhat consistent, or at least it's consistent for a period of time. And then you disrupt the routine. By you, I mean the person that does the ghosting. And then the other person's just kind of left hanging. So in that type of situation, yes, it, it is hard for that person to move on because they don't know what happened and they don't know if they should move on and a lot of the times when people do the ghosting I don't think they realize that 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 person isn't a stalker and they're not crazy and oftentimes (laughs) brace yourself with this reality they're not even someone that's like madly in love with you it's simply a person that's requesting somewhat of respect a little bit of decency and just some humanity in return because here's the thing with the person that ghosted right when you are the ghost there's a bit of an ego stroking think about it you don't respond to someone and then they reach out to you today you ignore them they reach out to you tomorrow you ignore them for another week and there they are saying all sorts of maybe nice things to you maybe asking to speak with you and you know however this whole situation pans out but the bottom line is they are giving you their time they're giving you their interest and they're giving you their energy like think about and i'm not saying this is true of everyone but think about How much that could stroke one's ego to be like, damn, this person really, really wants me. Never mind that if that person knew that you didn't want to be with them, they would have just moved on. (laughs) And that to me is always mind boggling because I've known people on the both ends. I've known people that ghost 
I've known people that get ghosted. And to me, it's always been interesting that the ghost will complain. They will say, oh my gosh, this guy is still texting me or this girl is still texting me. She's not getting the hints or he's not getting the hints. Why won't they stop? As if this person knows that you're not interested and they're still being persistent. Whereas if you really wanted the other person to stop, you would just tell them, I don't want to do this anymore or I'm not interested or sorry, but this isn't working for me. However you want to phrase it, think about it. It's a one short sentence. Now, if that person doesn't get that and then they're being persistent, then by all means, then all of the things that I just said, those would be valid. But if the person doesn't even know that this is over, they don't even know that you don't want in anymore, then how the heck do you expect this person to just leave you alone and move on? And you know, the saddest thing in all of this is that oftentimes the people that get ghosted, it usually comes from a place of just concern where they're just worried if you're okay because this isn't something that's like you. Because often when ghosting happens, it's breaking of a pattern. So if someone's used to talking to you at a certain point, or if they're used to seeing you at a certain place, or maybe talking to you over the phone or an email, when you break that routine, the first human reaction is, oh my gosh, I hope this person's okay because this isn't like them. But here's the thing. This is though. The people that ghost haven't just ghosted you. They have ghosted people before you. Unfortunately, unless they break their pattern, they will ghost people after you. The people that are, who are the ones that get ghosted, it's kind of interesting as to how their situation goes. They learn. <laughs> and they learn maybe not the first time, maybe not the second time. Hopefully by the third time, when they come across a ghost, they can spot that shit from a mile away. And I hope and I pray that they bolt in the other direction. But here's the thing. Today's episode is how to catch the ghost. So now that I've given you a long-winded rundown of both sides, what ghosting is, let's talk about If you've been ghosted, here's what I need you to do. And this is, I I don't want to call it an experiment because it actually worked out great for the two people that I was giving this advice to. This is basically what works. If you want to catch your ghost, here's the formula. First thing is, if you've been ghosted, never ever let the ghost get away with it. What I mean by that is, don't just let that person off the hook. If someone ghosts you for, let's say, a period of time, right? For three weeks, you don't hear from someone and then they hit you with a what's up or a hi or where have you been? Because that's something else that your ghost will try to do. Pretend like this didn't happen. That's assuming that the ghost will come back. So in this situation, I'm talking about a pattern where someone weaves in and out. They ghost you for a little bit, then they'll come back. They'll ghost you for a little bit, then they come back. Never, ever, ever let the person get away with it. So don't ignore the fact of what they did to you. Don't let them 
not give you an explanation as to what happened. And lastly, but most importantly, put yourself first. So in the two examples, the two situations that I worked on, I told the person that got ghosted, don't let your ghost get away with this. And I got sort of mixed reactions. The first person was like, well, I don't really care about this person as much, so I'm totally fine if they never hit me up. But here's the thing. If that person was totally fine, that they never hit them up, I wouldn't have been the person that they'd be pouring their heart to. They wouldn't even be talking about it because we only talk about things that we actually give two shits about. So that's one reaction that I got. The other reaction was like, well, I really don't want to appear desperate or I don't want to appear that I really want this person when they just haven't responded to me. So these were like the two situations. And this is the advice that I gave them. Regardless of what this person thinks of you, you got to think of yourself. Do you want to hear from this person? Because if not, and you can just drop this and you can move on with your life, then we don't need to continue having the conversation about someone that's irrelevant in your life. But the fact that if you're listening to this podcast or if you're talking to your friends about someone that has ghosted you, you care. And I hate to say it, but you do. You care. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you love this person or you really like the person. You care enough to want an explanation. And here's the damn thing. You deserve one. Like I said, the explanation, they don't even need to tell you what's going on in their life. So that's not what I mean. But they need to communicate. They can't just go ahead and fucking die on you and then that's it, call it a day. No, you deserve respect and you deserve someone to at least say something back to you. You're not talking to a wall. You're talking to a real life person, hopefully. And you deserve that. So never, ever let that person get away with it. If they ever come back into your life, start off the conversation by what exactly happened to you or how come you didn't respond to this message or, hey, so I hit you up, but I didn't get a response. So what's going on? Never, ever let them come back into your life and just start off the conversation like nothing ever happened. Nope. Now, in the second scenario, if the ghost does not return and this person's just gone, but you know that they're fine. And like I said, either you've seen them on social media, you have mutual friends, maybe they work somewhere and you've seen them hit up this person don't do it day after day after day let a period of time go by three weeks is a good enough time not to contact that person then you're gonna contact this person and do it exactly in the medium that you guys used to communicate before what i mean by that if you used to always text then text this person if you used to always call then call this person if you used to i don't know maybe write letters because that's kind of romantic then write a freaking letter. If you used to just show up wherever they worked or wherever they lived, then you know what? Don't do that because that would be awkward. (laughs) So communicate virtually because you don't know where the other person's mind's at and what situation they might currently be in. So regardless, wait three weeks. That's a good enough time for them not to label you as a stalker 
or tell people how you're crazy and then reach out to that person. Now, here's the super important part. Like the two people that I worked with, I told them exactly this and both of them approached it in different ways. Don't think of this as closure. Because if you were just talking to someone, there's really nothing that you need a closure from. What you deserve is someone to give you the respect of a response. And that response could just be, you know, I'm calling it an explanation, but it really isn't. It's just a response at the end of the day where it goes back to just respect. You talk to someone, the humane, decent thing to do would be for them to give you a response. They don't need to explain to you what their life situation and story and whatnot is. That's their personal business. But they do deserve to give you some sort of a response. So think about in your own mind and kind of sit on this. So I don't want it to be like an impulse thing that you wait three weeks and you are like, okay, I'm just going to say this to this person and then hopefully they're going to come back into my life. No, the reason why I'm saying take three weeks is Think about what you want to say to this person. Think about what your interaction or what your relationship is. Gather all of your thoughts. Maybe even write down a letter to them. Don't send this. Just write down all of your feelings. Write down your emotions. Write down everything that you wanted to communicate to this person. Like in the perfect world, if this person was across from you, what is it that you want to say to them? Write down all of that. And this is the exercise I want to want you to go through in three weeks time period. Now, obviously, in the two situations that I worked on, we didn't do this for three weeks. We did this for about a week. But think and process. Then think about what kind of outcome do you want to get? That if you were to reach out to this person, what do you want in return? What would make you happy? Don't think about, well, I really want to know what they went through or why they did this to me because you're being unrealistic. If someone just ghosted you, obviously they don't have the balls to tell you what the truth was. And it's probably the kind of truth that you're not going to be happy about hearing anyways. So don't expect them to share all of that with you. But what is it that you want? Think about a realistic outcome. One could be, I just want to hear from them. I just want that respect of them acknowledging the fact that I reached out to them. That's a response that you deserve and you can expect in this situation. Now keep in mind, there's nothing in any of this that is 100% bulletproof. As much as you understand people, you know people, you've studied their behaviors and their patterns, there's always someone that will be out of the mix. So keep in mind that there's a decent percentage, I wouldn't call it exactly 50, but maybe 40 something, where this person will not respond to you. They may not also respond to you because maybe they just blocked you and they never even get this. So keep that in the back of your mind. But if we do this, the success rate in you getting your response is at least, I would say more than 50%, provided that we do this correctly. So for you to expect a response from this person and be prepared that if this ghost does in fact resurrect, the ghost is untamable and can say anything. So be prepared 
They could be mean to you. They could be nasty to you. They could apologize. They can blame something on you. They can tell you they no longer want to be with you. Just expect any type of response under the sun because you don't know what this person is going to say. And here's the, the bitter truth. If someone really cared about the other person, they wouldn't ghost them. And I hate to be that blunt, but that's just the reality. We don't ghost people that we actually care about. Because by hurting them, we would hurt ourselves. So the fact that someone has ghosted you, they don't care about you. And maybe they like certain things about you. Maybe they like spending time with you. But here's the reality. They don't care about you enough. Because if they did, they wouldn't have put you through this. They wouldn't have given you this pain. They wouldn't have just disappeared. They would have given you the respect of at least responding to you when you reached out. Or maybe had a talk. Or maybe send you a text message just saying, hey, this is the reason why I don't want to do this anymore. But they didn't do any of those things. So this person, and I hate to say it, does not care about you to the extent that really matters. So now think about yourself. Do you want to continue putting this person's feelings first, worrying about this person, continue reaching out to this person when they really don't care all that much about you? Because if you continue to do all of this, you're not hurting them. They're going to move on with their life. But your life is the one that's going to be on pause. So. If this person responds, don't expect the response to be flowery. Don't expect it to be warm. Don't expect it to be like, let's get back together because that's probably not going to happen. Most of the time, what you'll get back is, I'm a sorry. And here's my sorry excuse. And it can range from, I was so busy. There was work. I was thinking about my life. There's a lot of situations that I was cleaning up, blah, 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 fill in the, the blanks. And that's what I want you to be prepared for. That in the three weeks, hash out exactly how you feel. Then when you do reach out to this person, pick the medium that you guys were used to communicate in. And when you do reach out to that person, <laughs> And here's, guys, the advice that I'm going to give, which is going to be a bit controversial because in the two scenarios that I worked on, that's the response that I got. You see, I really don't care how that person feels on the receiving end. If someone has ghosted you, I think that that gives you the liberty of putting your feelings out there. Now, if you want to curse them out, I say go for it. If you want to tell them what a big scum they are, man or woman, go for it. If you want to tell them that they hurt you and you can't believe they did this to you, blah, 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 whatever, go for it. I always look at it. Don't think about how you're going to come across to the other individual. Think about what would make me feel really, really good. If this person was right in front of me, what do I want to say to this person? Unfiltered, untapped. Now, the reason why I tell you take three weeks is if you send them a Russian novel, most people will still read it because they'd be curious as to what you have to say, but you don't want to take that chance. You don't want to send someone like a whole book of like the fact that they ghosted you and how you feel and what you know, condense all of that down to a digestible size. 
to where you can keep it short, you can keep it impactful, and you can get your feelings out all at the same time. And do not think about putting something in there that's like, I know your life is busy. I know. No, because then you're giving them the ideas as to what excuse they can use. Because there's no explanation that someone can give you that makes it okay to disrespect someone by not even giving them the courtesy of a freaking response. I mean, you could literally be taking a shit on the toilet and you can text somebody back. No one is that busy. So whatever excuse someone gives you, it's not good enough. Because all you had to do, all that person had to do, was just say something. Anything. Say something. So I want you to package your message as to how you feel and what would make you feel really good at the end of the situation. So you're not sitting over there being like, I wish I could have said this to him. I wish I could have said this to him. And you know what? I always wanted to tell him, oh, this is your moment. Package that together. And then have someone that's close to you. It could be a friend, a therapist, a family member. Have someone read the response before you go out. Talk it out with them and say, this is what I feel. This is what I want to say. I've, I've read this over and I feel really good of how I come across. I think this captures all of my emotions. And once I basically release this, I don't really care to even talk to this person anymore. I feel like I'll just move on. And then that's what it is. You see, oftentimes, and I've spoken about this in other episodes, it's not that people can move on from a person. They can't move on from what has happened to them in a situation because that's traumatic. So by putting all of your feelings and your emotions into this message, you are releasing yourself from that situation and from that person. And it's your closure. That's how I want you to look at it, your closure. So say whatever you want, however you want in it. And if someone doesn't respect you and can just leave you hanging, then I'm sorry, you don't owe that person any sort of a respect either. Which is why I said, say it however you want. Package that together. Have somebody else take a look at it just to make sure that you feel good about doing this. And then you hit send. So off it goes. And the reason why this exercise can be so cathartic is because you free yourself and you rid yourself of this hope, of these feelings, of this back and forth in your mind of going, what happened to them? Why didn't they do this? The self-blame game. You rid yourself of all of that. You give yourself the closure that this person did not have the balls to give you. And God damn it, you deserve that closure. People often think that the only way I can move on is if I talk to that person or if you know they said X, Y, and Z to me. That's not true. You can get closure in a variety of ways. And it doesn't even have to include the other person. 
Now, here's the thing. In the two situations that I was working on, one person was like, why don't I just write everything down in a piece of paper and never send it to this person? Then my feelings will be out and this person won't ever hear from me again because I don't want to appear that I'm desperate or that I'm still thinking about them. And here's the answer that I gave to them. You could write your feelings in a letter, which is why I'm saying take like that three-week period. But would it really be the same as you sending a message to this individual? This individual that could not give you the basic decency and respect. And, and the person said, no, it wouldn't be. So the reason to send that message to that person is so you feel great about it. That you know what? You don't want to talk to me. Now, I don't want to talk to you. And you have to be realistic in the message that you send. Obviously, if you tell this person to F off, then chances are they're not going to respond. And here's the thing. I don't think you have a chance with this person in the future anyways. Because if they really cared about you, they wouldn't have done this to you. And if they did this to you, then obviously, or forget about even them wanting to be with you. Do you want to be with someone that treats you like this? And I hope and I hope and I hope and I pray that you say no. No one deserves to be with somebody that treats them like garbage. And that's basically what it is. Because they've just basically ignored you. So, in your message, if you're going to send a message that's like, F you, you're this, 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 and this, uh, don't ex expect a response. But if it makes you feel so good because you've thought all of those things in your brain and you're like, you know what? One day I'm going to tell this person X, Y, and Z. That's what this is about. You give yourself the closure so you move on and you take back the power that this person took away from you. And guys, that's something I talk about on this podcast often. No one can make us feel any type of way without our consent. Even if somebody ghosted us, the reason that they get under our skin is because we're giving them the power to make us feel a certain type of way. And that's consensual. We are giving them the power. And that's why oftentimes when I talk to people that are ghosted, they have this victim mentality. You're not the victim. You know who the real problem is? The person that doesn't have the balls to send the response. The person that couldn't talk to you. Couldn't basically just communicate. That's the person that has the problem. That's the person that lacks the courage. That's the person that needs to grow up that needs to get a sense of maturity, that needs to get a sense of awareness, that needs to take responsibility for their actions. Not the person that all of this was done to. So please refrain from ever thinking, oh my God, what did I do? Or maybe there's something wrong with me. Or this always happens to me. If this always happens to you, then maybe you need to pick better people. Or you need to start identifying patterns of these types of people and stay the heck away from them. Because if there's personality flaws that you have, you could work on them. But at the end of the day, no one deserves to just flat out be ignored. Especially if you had any type of interaction with that person. I'm not talking about a stranger here that you don't know. 
if it's someone that you gave any type of time and attention or if you cared on any level and it could even be superficial where you were just like wow this person's very good looking whatever you had with this person just communicate and if somebody can't give that to you then is that a person that you even want to be with if they don't have this basic life skill of just being able to talk so I want you to take this approach because in both scenarios where we kind of did this, here's what reaction came through. Both of these people heard from the ghost. The ghost reappeared because the ghost didn't think that the ghost would get confronted in this way. The ghost didn't think that this person would have the courage to put their emotions and feelings and express their anger and whatnot to them. In both cases, the ghost apologized. And here's where it takes the turn. Even though the ghost apologized and the conversation went back and forth for a bit, the ghost did not have any solid explanation for why they did what they did. And the ghost had no plans of reappearing permanently. So, if you want to catch a ghost, just know that the ghost will be caught for a short period of time, enough for you to heal, enough for you to move on with your life. But don't expect the ghost to stay. Don't expect that this person that did this to you now all of a sudden had an epiphany of how much they love you and now they want to spend the rest of their life with you. And that's why I said earlier in the episode, be very realistic. The whole point of catching the ghost is so you can move on, so you can package all of these emotions and feelings and experience and kind of shove it to the side permanently and not give this person or the situation any thought so that you can learn from this and you can pick people that are different from this and that's why guys it's so important that when you're dating to be mindful of people's communication skills it's always better to have someone that over communicates versus someone that just shuts down and stops talking to you. And I'm not talking about an instant that where you had a fight and the person won't talk to you for X number of hours because they're upset. I'm talking about the situation where the person just shuts down. Communication is the key in every, every, every relationship. And if in the beginning you start to notice that this person is not very communicative or if they tell you that they have friends or family or exes and things like that where they've done some of this stuff too where they've ghosted or they've ignored or they've run away from that situation then really think long and hard if that is even a person that you want to go on this roller coaster journey with because at the end of the time the day your time is valuable and if you're already seeing red flags in the beginning then do you really want to stick around and watch the whole movie when the previews are not that great? <laughs> I hope you take that opportunity and you head for the hills. Because in every ghosting situation and in every ghost story, there isn't a happy ending. There isn't a happily ever after. But I hope that through this episode, in that ending, you find self-love, you find self-empowerment, 
you find self-worth. You find more courage in yourself. And at the end of the day, you find that possess where you realize how special you are and how lucky someone would be to have someone like you. And I hope you find that confidence in you to put this behind and kind of just move on with your life. And that is what catching the ghost is all about. It's not about finding that happily ever after with this person. It's about helping you grow as an individual and help you learn from this experience and help you take back that power that maybe somewhere along the line, unknowingly, you gave it away. So I had a lot of fun, honestly, in real life, playing out these situations. And it was such a great experience. But I will say I definitely miss you guys. And I hope this makes up for me not being on the podcast for the last two weeks. But going forward, I will be consistent. There will be a podcast episode that drops every single week. If you guys have any suggestions on the topics, let me know. And as always, thank you so much for being patient. Thank you so much for being supportive. And thank you so much for showing love, even when I'm not on the air. So until next time, this is your host, Miss Anonymous. You are now checked out of the rehab. Bye, guys.